Hey everybody, welcome to the PC Perspective Podcast. This is episode 607, being recorded on December 9, 2020. I'm Sebastian Peek. I'm Jeremy Elstrom. I'm Josh Walrath. I'm Brett Van Spruenberg. And I'm Kent Burgess. Yes, Kent makes his triumphant return to the show for the very first time. Is somebody was asking, I think it was last week, like, bring back Kent. Like, well, he's never been on, but we can bring him back anyway. So he's here. <clears throat> um, and you can find out when we attempt to go live for things like this podcast recording session that we began half an hour ago at pcper.com slash subscribe. So you can suffer through the pain of me figuring out that my capture card died. And that's why I couldn't get a web browser up. Uh, and you can help support the site for things like capture cards at uh, pcper.com or no, patreon.com slash pcper. We don't own the domain. It's Patreon's domain. Brett, do we have any news on that front? You know, we do. And um, funny thing happened during the whole episode, uh, you know, lead in here with you doing the whole uh, deep dive beneath your desk, looking at Mm -hmm. the capture card and all that. We actually garnered another patron in that moment hard to believe but people were moved enough by what clearly is a deep need on our part it's a desperate need for competence and you know (laughs) to toss a little bit of to toss a little bit in the kitty and we've got two people to thank this week uh james patterson for joining during the lead in chaos deep thanks to you thank you very much and aaron walker thank you guys Appreciate the support. It's going to go a long way for keeping this rolling. Really, I, I guarantee you're one restart away from everything working fine. <laughs> I've had you know, to just reinstall right. the driver on this capture card before. But hey, here, this is where we are. That'll uh, probably work. And and here, here we break from the intro to move into our second segment where Josh talks about food. Josh, please tell us you ate a burger this week. I, I did have a burger, but I didn't take a picture of it because it was kind of mushed and didn't just didn't look that great. And so uh, instead, we went back this weekend when I went to a place called Johnny's down in Salado, Texas, and I had some real, real good barbecue. On the plate, I was given a couple of slices of nicely nicely smoked brisket three pork ribs that were seasoned to perfection and uh you know still firm but easily taken off the bone and finally they had a uh, made on site jalapeno and sausage uh little piece of meat there uh, of course you know it has to come with the the texas style uh, loaf uh, bread and uh, coleslaw and potato salad, and uh, they all, you know, made on site, all fantastic, very tasty. It was uh, it was really a highlight of of a trip uh, of getting out of Dodge, which I needed so incredibly badly. You can't go wrong with brisket. No, uh, I not with it. that brisket. It was fantastic. Had that good, oh, you know, the red ring around it, the smoke ring. Mm, yeah. You let something really, really sad, you know, not having What's the burger. That? And then you, you not having the burger, it was it was sad even. I felt disappointed. But then you finish so strong with the brisket. 
I just want to say you really came through. It's good drama. Yeah. Yeah. Three meat platter. <laughs> yeah. Josh's meat. Yeah. Um, you know, normally when there's a big hardware launch, and what could be bigger than not only big Navi, but biggest Navi? We'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute or two or five. But it's uh, possibly even a bigger launch because regardless of what graphics card you have, as long as it's a fairly powerful one, it's uh, it's Cyberpunk Day. Or rather, it will be. You can start preloading now. I think most services have it available to preload. I think you can play it already down. I think you, you can play. Preload was yesterday, I, yeah. I believe. I think you can get it. Yeah, because like God Keith from WCC, he's he's playing and throwing screenshots and doing initial testing. and Apparently it runs nicely on his 2070 uh, with the Ultra DXR and DLSS. It's about 40 frames per second on that, but... He says it looks fantastic. I mean, they get it's at 1080p. It's next it's, generation. It's obviously, I mean, I, I like anything that reminds me of Blade Runner, and that's what appeals to me about this. If you remember that Westwood Blade Runner game from the late 1990s, has a lot of that feel, at least in certain uh, areas of the game. I haven't played it at all yet. I will be, but... Nah, I, I, I haven't played it at all either, but I, I read something, I think it was on Discord, that it sort of feels like uh, Fallout and GTA V smashed together, and I can see that. The gameplay aspect of it itself, I, I've seen some mixed reviews. So, yeah, I hear that uh, DLSS is uh, a real boost to, obviously, the 3070, or, or tw- I'm sorry, 2070, or or uh, tier, that or that tier to get 1080p running, but... You need quite a card to to get this into 2K or, heaven forbid, 4K. Yeah, especially if you have any interest in running any of the ray tracing, like real-time ray yes. tracing effects. Because that, that's been, like, we'll talk about that with the 6900 XT, but this is where... Yeah, it, does it, does, is it DXR or is it RTX only? I thought that there was, like, an exclusivity... I don't know what the period of time is. I thought there was RTX. You mean RTX exclusive? Yeah. 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 I've seen there are five um, ray tracing options to turn on. I couldn't name them, but there's like there's like five sets of of reflections. No, there's four. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to know why, if none of us have previewed the game, why are we talking about it? I mean, obviously, it's coming out later. it's a big deal, and there are a lot of people playing it today. And based on, on a lot of stuff that I've heard, is is it's touch and go, just some weird errors with people passing through stuff, and and people having conversations in the middle of firefights. It's it's a you know just launched game. If you want to play a perfect version, wait a while. The one I want to see is apparently you're not reflected. Yeah, I saw that too. The entire really? world is, except for your character. <clears throat> Just, just the character model. Not a vampire, I guess. Wow, this is a, a terrible screen grab here. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of nice in that uh, we're at a point where the recently released games <clears throat> are now acting like the original Crisis, that they're hammering <laughs> modern, just-released hardware. And uh, it gives you kind of something to look forward to with, you know, newer stuff coming down the line. But, yeah, it's... Uh, you know everything I've seen. It looks 
pretty amazing from a world building standpoint. And uh, I haven't gotten it yet. I don't know when I will. I mean, I haven't even played Witcher 3 yet, so I've got so much to do. Hell, I'll finish Skyrim maybe this year. Josh is only 10 years behind. I mean, yeah. five to 10 years behind with his game. Nine. Yeah, it was released 11, 11, 11. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it, on the one hand, if they were to stop making games, Josh would be content for the rest of his life. I, I hand, would. On the other hand, yeah. just throw out your backlog. Who cares about your backlog? Just, I think people get get hung up on that. Just like there well, are games I'm not. How can play. you say I don't that? Care. I don't how can care. you say that? Throw out your backlog. How can you say that? Because it's, I got like it, I got thirty games in my backlog. Anything that anything that like ties you down and like, oh, I can't buy this new game because I have six other games I haven't played. Well, there's a reason you haven't played them, obviously. So move on. Dump those old no. games and move Never. on with your life. Okay. It's cold. It is cold, but yeah, yeah sometimes yeah. you have to say goodbye. Hey, I still got to finish Rage. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, I gave up on that. I decided I couldn't stand it anymore and just stopped playing. Hey, before we get too far away from the beginning of the show, yes. I just got a uh, a name change from uh, the Patreon, oh, and no. the name is simply. No, no, I can read this one. Uh, Rush the bus assaulted me. That's it. Oh my! I suspect yep. that might be Jordan. It's, no, and yeah, I suspect it might be true. Right. I I suspect it actually might be true, and you should report that to the authorities. Well, okay, verbal assault within a public chat room isn't quite the same thing, Jordan. But maybe there maybe there's like a VR version of uh, the PC probably, community I'm not aware of. There's a lot of people who are legally offended by words, so I think he's probably got a case. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. But hey, you know, it is, uh, it's another big day for computer hardware and for AMD. It is. It is. Because it's 6900 XT. Well, it's not 6900 XT day. It wasn't the release. The embargo was up yesterday. Yeah, it was the, some, December yesterday. 8th. Yeah. And brace yourselves. It's like a 6800 XT but with eight more compute units. Is that what it is? But is it 72 faster. to 80? It's fast. It's like 10% and, faster. And, and more watts. Supposed to be more watts. Very Higher, few. Very few. 50. The reviews 50 I was reading. Them. Spoiler, we didn't get one, but, you know, it's a... These big limited cards, like, I, NVIDIA didn't send us a 3090 either. We got a 3080 and a 3070, but... And a 3060 Ti. Well, the 3090 wasn't all that much faster than the 3080. No, and that's the problem. I mean, it's, again, it's it's based on the same chip, except they opened up another memory channel and and some more compute units and and uh, you know another twenty watt TDP or or something like that. And it's about ten percent, I thought. You're right. Double the money. It's it's <laughs> like a Titan card because that's what it is. They instead of calling it the Titan this time around, and I remember mm-hmm. Jensen was mm-hmm. talking about like. We're going a different route. It's going to be less expensive than a Titan, and we're calling it the 3090. Well, even bringing it down to 1500, because Titan was significantly higher than that, the previous generation. I want to say it was either 2000 or 2500. It's 25. It, yeah. Bringing it down to 15, it seemed at the time like, oh, this is like this is a good thing. It's $1,000 less. Well, then AMD comes out, and they have a card that can trade blows with it for $500 less in, you know, imaginary money where you can actually buy this stuff. So yeah. it just makes the 3090 price seem ridiculous that the 6900 XT comes out. It's a similar performance advantage over the 6800 XT as we saw 3090 versus 3080. 
and instead of paying a 800-ish dollar premium, you're only paying a $500 premium. And one of the big issues facing AMD with this launch, at least in the face of games like Cyberpunk, which of course I think, you know, that's much more of an NVIDIA-focused game at launch anyway, but any kind of DirectX-based ray tracing stuff, uh, DXR, is they just, they don't... I guess there was a, a expectation that the 6900 XT was going to bring AMD closer to parity with the RTX 30 series, and it just was not. Any of the reviews I've read, and I have one here pulled up from KitGuru, they're just looking at the DXR... Uh, yeah, it's about two thirds the speed at at best. Yeah, when you uh, enable DXR stuff, it's it's disappointing from AMD. Well, I mean, it's kind of reminiscent of uh, back in the day when uh, we had tessellation, where Nvidia was really really good with tessellation. We had the whole uh, Crisis Two, you know, we're going to super tessellate everything, and AMD's performance is going to drop dramatically, and so you know, AMD had that kind of slider and. And you could you could take down tessellation uh, in the driver and get better performance, and then finally you know they they kind of caught up, and you know it's almost like we're seeing that that same kind of thing with uh, ray tracing. That is an excellent point, Josh. I'd forgotten about that. That used to be that huge sticking point where mm-hmm. if you had an AMD graphics card. That when was the generation that was it? Um, Hawaii was the sixty nine hundred. Yeah, had so. the. Uh, the built-in tessellation, yeah. uh, that was the first generation of it, and then, you know, improved in the 7900 and then Hawaii, and it finally, uh, yeah, I think around Hawaii, it finally got to the point where it was it was just as good, but nobody uses tessellation anymore, so. Hey, when I run the Unigen Heaven benchmark, I do. You better believe it. Oh, yeah, like a champ. Uh, hey, that's that, that that's still a good stressor. End. It is. It it's is. Still a good you want to get, get, get a mini PC hot? Just run that on a loop forever. Oh heck yeah! That in superposition. DX11 position. That's DX12. Is du- yep. no superposition is only DX11, Brett? Are Don't. you sure? Yes, I am sure. I was shocked when I found that out. I thought it was DX12. No, I thought it was DX12. Maybe okay, me too. Prove me wrong, everybody, please, because I wish it was DX12. I thought it was only DX11. Uh, let's see. Reference what, card. Closing thoughts on 6900 XT. Do you have? Yeah, that? it could have been more. It costs too much, and uh, it's not really a big bump. Yeah, but it's it's competitive with what Nvidia has, and and they're able to get around with using GDDR6 rather than GDDR6X, as well as they didn't go HBM with this generation of uh, of high end video cards, which kind of has helped them in availability producibility because hold on availability well wait the, the 6900 is not available there's no okay it's not available, available. <laughs> yeah but it's still better than the nano <laughs> well i'll give you that yeah the nano is a beautiful little card uh, yeah hey i agree with josh though like the i okay if you compare just this is like a halo product so it's not going to be produced in large quantities that's fine it, most people are better off, in fact, almost everyone is better off getting a 6800 XT instead and saving money if you can find one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the the jump in performance versus the 6800 XT, like we said at the beginning, it's about the same as a 3080 to a 3090, and it's $500 less. 
So if you don't care about ray tracing. So not really worth all of the dollars. Mm, no, neither of them are. I, right. I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. If I had the money for a 3090, I would buy a 3080. And then I would spend the rest of the money on the rest of my build. Hey, you can always clock that up a little bit and, and get a little bit closer. You're going to... Did you feel better? I don't know that. That what twenty twenty four gigs on the uh, thirty ninety? Yeah, it's true. It depends on what you're going to do with it. Yeah, hey, six sixteen is still Benchmark. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, but the that's Benchmark that's the sixty nine hundred XT. Well, you can get sixteen with that's the sixty eight hundred XT or the sixty eight hundred. Yeah, sixteen with both of them. That's right. I think they miss it. But you get ten with the thirty eighty. It's true. It's yeah, not as much. Rumor is oh, well. 3080 Ti, 3080 Ti with rumor. 20. 20. Yeah, there's been a rumor of the 20 megabyte version for a while. It's a strong 20 gigabyte, rumor. 20 gigabyte it's version. It's a strong rumor. Uh, it seems likely. They should. Anyway. Um, yeah, speaking of cards, graphics cards, reference design cards. And I remember having a discussion with somebody <clears throat> in now the we talked uh, about industry. This. Yes, who yeah. wanted AMD. Please... Please keep making the reference design. Don't just send it over to partners. And I got some insight into this because it, it makes sense. The partners don't make money off of the reference card. Like there's probably some, you know, some profit involved. But if they can make their own version and they offer some enhancements, you know, maybe the cooler is a little bit quieter. Maybe uh, the clock speeds, usually it's clock speeds, are a little bit higher. Like a, a a 30 megahertz overclock or something then that catapults it into a higher price tier josh if you put a metal backplate on it you can raise the price you can raise the price by 50 dollars yeah 50 dollars and that's where that's where the profit is so they don't want to sell the card that amd commissioned that was made by whichever you know partner sapphire probably sapphire yeah yeah well the the company that yeah does sapphire stuff so it it makes sense but I saw on Twitter this morning, and it's being reported now, that I think it was Scott Herkelman came forward and said, due to demand, we've decided to continue producing the reference design. Because it had been reported hours before that it had been discontinued across the board. That it was just going to be added board partner designs going forward for the RX 6000 series. Do you care? Does, is this a yeah, good, good thing? thing. Yeah, the first time that AMD came through with a, a, a really nicely working, attractive cooler, and it would have been a shame for it to completely disappear. I'm not sure if this if they're talking about just um, feeding the the reference design through their partners or whether they are going to continue to produce it. Kind of unclear. Although Scott said that you know in general, yeah, we're not retiring it. Does that mean you're going to be able to buy one at AMD.com or you're going to be able to get the reference design? You know, from XF, not XFX, but like Sapphire or whoever's making MSI. I, I think there's a handful that were actually being sold that looked a lot exactly like the the uh, reference AMD design. So I, I'm not sure what they meant by that as to where you're going to be able to buy it, but still, they're saying it's going to be there, which I think is great. And you know, the price is going to be hopefully MSRP and not third party markup. So good for the consumer mm. on this one. You know, I think it's hand quicker is good, but it's it may not. That's that's the really? funny thing is that well, well okay, problem. AMD's got a X amount of chips, and 
instead right. of them sending all those chips to partners to make boards, they're keeping yep. a percentage of those chips for their reference designs. And do you think that that's going to make board partners happy? Josh, are you saying that MSRP is bullshit? That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> not, not, not. I'm, I'm, I'm saying 3D effects bought up STB oh, and no. went fully vertical, and oh, they pissed yes. off all of their partners. Mm. Yep. That's true. And then they suddenly okay, had issues when memory prices got up, and they were responsible for every component on that board, and they were taking a loss on every board that they made. When instead, if they would have just kept, you know, with third party stuff and, and having good partnerships and just selling ships, selling chips, um, they avoid all those things, letting the partners deal with increases and flux away, fluctuations of, of memory prices and components and uh, still being able to make margin on each chip as long as it's competitive with what. NVIDIA has in terms of overall speed and, and, and features. And so doing this is it just seems like it's it's kind of a backward step. It's one thing to get products going. You're you're making these by yourself so that the partners aren't leaking them out to, to websites and you're getting that initial boost into the channel of a product. And then you also send some of those reference designs to your, your board partners and they they stickerize them and then they, you know, they take over and then they start making themselves and they start, you know, diversifying their designs and, 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 and doing more value added features or, you know, working to make it less expensive. And I mean, it's a wide variety of things, but I mean, if they're going to take a chunk of those chips and say, Hey, we're just going to keep doing these reference and uh, sell them directly on amd.com that's that's i don't know if that's a great idea unless of course they just continue to push those to their partners and they stickerize them i don't know yeah maybe that's maybe that's how they're that's a great idea yeah maybe yeah maybe that msi fire they're they're helping a brother out i don't know but scott we're making your cards i think scott said indefinitely i mean did you read that sebastian when you read his tweet but what does that mean Indefinitely. I don't like know. It, it means until we change our minds. Just yes. like when... Yeah, but it, the, means, it means not now. The Radeon 7 wasn't discontinued when it was rumored that it was until, oh. well, I mean, they wouldn't directly answer that time. They just said, There's, we still see it in the supply chain. It's still widely available. Like, Yeah, but you're not making it anymore. And then it was EOL'd. Mm. But they mm. never... It, this I, feels yeah, different. It does, it does feel different because they're being public about it. They're going out on social media yeah. and saying, hey, due to popular demand, we're suspending the discontinuation of this indefinitely and it feels different to the extent of they went out and said oh yeah no more oh oh wait you you really wanted it oh okay we'll we'll, we'll make them they, they actually reverse course let's be honest here it's pretty easy to say oh we're going to keep making them when you can't buy them anyway it's like look we're going to theoretically <laughs> you make have a these point you have forever a point. uh you know because exactly. at some point in 2021 when they stop making them and you can actually buy a card again they will all be partner cards. Maybe they right. they assuaged the partner's concerns by saying, look, you can't right. buy them anyway, so let's just stockpile right. your AIB designs until 2021. Right. Quantity in the channel, still zero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. of that zero, the percentage of reference design cards is the same and will be yeah, indefinitely. Yeah. That's my point. Okay. Yep. Good point. Yep. Uh, point taken. Yeah. Moving on uh, to the next topic. 
Apparently we are sure. back to 10 cents. Wait, we have more to talk about. We have more to talk about on this well, topic. No, no, I was just I was just going to say Jeremy's going to need to jump in on this, and I'm we're going to have to wait a long time. Well, jump in. No, the audio's fine. It's just that you're going <laughs> to okay. have to picture the movements. Look, there's so much going on on the screen anyway. There's like a city very, backdrop, very and like in when <clears throat> Alice Case is our sixth podcast member this week for some reason, and. Yeah, that's Brady Bunch Alice for those who missed the joke. Yeah, Kent, earlier he came up with this brilliant idea. Alice is in the middle. So we got the internet Alice and put it in the middle. Kent is the most brilliant member here today. Well, he has the best video quality. Mm -hmm. And it's been Mm. most consistent. Is this now where we sing, here's a story (laughs) about an editor named Sebastian? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we could. We could tell that story. I don't think anybody wants to hear it. The capture card that went up in flames. Hmm. Speaking of things going up in flames, the price of SSDs. I felt like it had dropped finally. We had sub 10 cents gigabyte SSDs a year or so ago. And Wasn't it QLC? It was QLC. Yeah. And so yeah. we didn't have anything good. Yeah, but they're vaguely, vaguely sub 10 cents a gig. Not like this fall where like wafting dropped to 6.8 cents a gig for, yes. for TLC stuff. Oh, that would be. So go ahead. Sweet. Let me go ahead. And finish. No, it's fine. I just we'll put this. I'm up feeling contrarian tonight. I apologize. Hey, so am I. So let's fight. <laughs> Team group MP33 Pro, inexpensive TLC storage. Jeremy. Yeah, like ninety nine bucks is not too bad. Intel fans are going to be appreciative that it's PCIe 3.0. AMD fans are not really going to notice the difference on just about anything because honestly, the the difference in normal usage, uh, not for instance, what you are doing, in which case PCIe 4.0 would help, but in games and booting and just random software, you're you're not going to see a huge difference between PCIe 4.0 and 3.0, but it's nice to have the newer one. Uh, They've using a a Fizon controller, which you'd expect, and uh, more or less what uh, there was on the box, which was 2,500 meg sequential read, 2,100 writes, was accurate in uh, Guru 3D's testing. And so the, the bad thing about TLC is that you, you've got a whole similar than to what you get with, T, with QLC, except thankfully nowhere near as bad. And so in this case, yeah. Uh, when they did a 64 gig video capture test, after about 20 gigs, you saw throughput drop down to about 1500 megs. It's not what you want to see, but it's sort of what you should expect from TLC, and it's it's so much better than what you just get with a QLC drive, where you would be dropping down to stuff you haven't seen since you used a SATA hard drive, which hopefully you're not doing anymore. So, you know. 500 five, five year warranty, uh, 600 terabytes total written, whichever comes first, all for 100 bucks is not too bad. And it's not even a particular special. So expect to see uh, this thing come down in price if they ever uh, put a special on it. And there's a couple other TLC drives that are in this neighborhood of price. So yeah, 10 cents a gig is coming back. Isn't it nice? So what's the deal with this drive? Is it just. Maybe I wasn't paying attention because I was trying to get that image up, but is it just a caching issue with sustained yeah. workloads like that? Okay. Yep. 
Is this a DRAMless design? Sure looks at uh, that price, and with the and if when you look at the stick itself, yeah, there's there's okay. nowhere to put any RAM. Yeah, yeah. I wonder when it runs out of steam after about twenty gigs. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, twenty that's, gigs. That's the okay. one terabyte model, right? So I bet that's yes, it's a two terabyte. It would, it would double there that is. in theory. Yeah. The thing about those uh, caching drives, you need more cache. And then you'll never notice it. Well, if you spend more cash, then you will have it. Oh, good call. Yes. And Josh, you know, you have that fancy WD Black. There's no there's no caching problems there. You're dealing with... I haven't tested it yet. Oh, well, I mean, you, you will... But there's going to be. There's going to be. Yeah. Because it's going to be... I mean, it's, it's still... All these... PCIe 4.0 ones are all TLC. And so mm-hmm. you're going to get, you know, they, they've got some interesting algorithms and fast write stuff. And, you know, it, 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 it does better. But I think that after a while, I mean, when you're really, really hammering on it, it's going to, it's going to drop down, but that's just, that's just physics of NAND. But I'm not complaining because overall regular usage for like a one terabyte drive uh, you, you're still probably looking at forty to sixty gigs of 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 uh, the fast stuff, and it's still hard to fill that up in short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. We need more data. Need better testing. Alan needs to come back. Yeah, I agree with that. He needs to stop yeah. being, you know, an Intel shill. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, I, I don't know how to like... Optane. It'll be horrible. He told me he told me that he would take me to the like the Buddhist temple, wherever that kind of thing is, and teach me the ways of the Allen test suite. He told me that he would take me. Yeah, but you know, we, to that would be great. no offense, Brett, but I mean part of the whole Allen experience is Allen. Like if if You're somebody right. if You're somebody right. taught you how to sing like Sinatra, it's still Brett singing like Sinatra. Yeah. I, I want it's Sinatra. no good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do you be that short and insulting at the same time? I mean, I don't know if I, I mean, can manage hey, Sinatra, it. I, never mind. I don't mean there, Sinatra. There are some parallels between Alan's life and Sinatra's life. They may be the same person. I'm not sure. <laughs> I really hope he's watching. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you know, uh, I, 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 later on. What, what, Josh? <laughs> later on, I've got a great dad joke. Oh, no. Fantastic. Okay. So, We've got to remember that. Yeah. Dad joke. Mm. I'm going to write it down. Uh, we had another story on the list. Uh, I think Jeremy wrote this one as well. It's about monitors going ultra wide across the market. This is the new trend, which I approve of. Yeah, it totally is. Because, I mean, you you look at a monitor roundup and it's you skip over the 1080. You, you do look at the 1440 and you definitely check out the 4K. And at the very end, they'll be like, oh, and, you know, Ultra-wide panels are a thing, so here's the first one we found when we were searching. So what they did with this one is focused at 3440 by 1440, uh, as that's one of the more popular aspect ratios, and took a look at a couple of the ones that are around that are, you know, worth doing. They decided, and surprisingly, it was an LG, uh, because you don't think of them when you think of high-end gaming monitors, but they are there and their ultra gear 34 gn 850 which is a 34 inch uh, curved display with a 1600 hertz top 
uh, refresh rate and a four millisecond response time. So obviously it's an IPS. So you, you know you're going to give up a little bit of the uh, nice color gamut that you get on a VA panel, but at the same time, for a thousand bucks, you're getting ultra wide, uh, high refresh rates and a really really nice response time. Now, if you want to go crazy and go with the VAs, uh, two that you'd probably expect to hear: the Acer Predator X35 and the Asus ROG Swift PG35VQ. They're gorgeous, wonderful VA panels, very fast, and you know the same uh, same size. The price changes a wee bit. Uh, I mean, in the case of the Aces, it's over thirty five hundred dollars. The Acer, I think, is floating around about 2400 2500 So, I mean, you're going to pay uh, for those ones, whereas you can get a decent one for about $1,000, which didn't used to be a thing. And they even went with the crazy one, which is the... ...9. This thing is 5120 by 1440 So, two 1440 panels, essentially. It, it, and it's 49 inches. It, it's a monster. It... You know, I mean, if you really, really want a lot of screen real estate, it's it's something to take a look at. I'm not sure you'd put it, though. Yeah. But, I mean, think about the old days of, like, triple displays. And you ran triple display for years, right, Jeremy? Yep, I did for quite a while. And that takes up a lot yeah, of room. Yeah, 324 inches. Yep. 1920 mm -hmm. by 1200. And uh, I couldn't play videos on them. I had to use that uh, special software to... <laughs> To take off the HDCP type stuff, uh, yep. but uh, no, they were fantastic to have that much real estate. You know, I had IRC in one, I had the show notes another, I had the video going on here, and plus some orange lighting to give me, you know, some color. Yep. And sixteen by times. And those were sixteen by ten, based upon what you just said. Yeah, yeah, nineteen yeah. by twelve hundred. That was my yes. favorite I, resolution. That is that is a very nice resolution, and I wholeheartedly endorse that over 16 yeah. by 9. Bring back 2560 by 1600 monitors, that's what I say. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. A lost art nowadays. Jeremy, I got, uh, I've, I've pictured it in a couple of my reviews, but I have um, an AOC CU 34G2X 34 inch widescreen in. Uh, 3440 by 1440, one microsecond VA panel, 144 oh, hertz nice. with, with, yeah, it's, uh, I just wanted to throw that out there to say it is a pretty sweet panel. It's a uh, free sync. So I've plugged in a couple of, um, NVIDIA cards to it and it's had, they've had no trouble in, uh, syncing up to it. No tearing screen tearing at 120 or 144, uh, with tests or games and, um, well, I, I think, for VA. yeah, it's really good for VA, and it's been a very, very good panel. I'm not sure. It looks like it's not one of the favored ones in their list, or maybe it's not being made anymore. It's AOC, it's the AOC CU34G2X. Maybe it's not being made anymore. They're retiring it or something. Might they be a good deal. They'd make a political statement if they picked that one. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah, it's just saying the let three letters in a row like that makes it seem like that you're endorsing something that you maybe not don't want well, to. It, it certainly screws up uh, 
their SEO. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Crazy. Imagine like their US presence, like, oh, wonderful. Oh, man. Oh, what did we do? Yeah. Well, yeah, they didn't do it. Anyway, uh, it's a really excellent monitor and it's great for games. And um, I've been really enjoying it. It's deep blacks, very fast. Um, if it's available at a good price, I, I would wholeheartedly recommend that one. Uh, Go to your so, micro center, get it, get it for less. Oh yeah, thanks, Brett. You had to drop that it's in. Micro center. Go to your local You're micro waiting. center if you have one. How many no, are it's there stupid. nationwide? 20, like, 25. 25. That's and one. It's half, not my fault. That's half as many as there are states. Not my, not my fault. So half of the states don't have one. That's not fair. No, it's yeah, not. didn't I, uh, I can, didn't Alienware come out with a, a new ultra wide? It's like a thirty eight inch with a. It's a yeah. stranger resolution, oh, but odd. you know, it, I've I've got one of the first generation of um, Alienware G Syncs. It's been fantastic. It runs 120 hertz, but this one's like a 144. It's got a better overall panel. I think it's got a basic HDR rating to it, like HDR 800. Uh, not the crap 400. It could be a 600, but anyway, yeah, fully G Sync and yeah, but that's 1500 bucks now again. But boy, that extra real estate and uh, it's on sale for eleven forty right now. Oh, seems wow. pricey. Still, yeah, yeah. Just think about it. You're buying multiple monitors in one, essentially. <laughs> yeah, this is probably one. like this is probably like only nine hundred at the micro center. So you know, oh, you, you could do right. that. Enough. We're moving on. <laughs> oh no, we're moving on to wait. Before we move on to Brett's uh, review. Yeah, let's let's it says something about right let's now. check in on the health. Let's check in on the 5600X. What what's going on with the 5600X? Well, I you know, I've been testing it and uh you know, it's just a really good processor. Uh again, it it runs on less power than the 3600X. Everything, you know, is always several percent lower. Uh everything is 20 to 30% faster in testing. I was able to test SAM uh effectively. Uh, though, I think a couple of days ago, uh, the, what is it, uh, the AMD, what is the new thing? It's not a GSA, but they call it something else. Bar? What? Bar? No. But anyway, it's like version 1.1.0.0. Oh, yeah, there's new a GSA, yes, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, but they call it something else other than it's a GSA. V, it's V2 now. It's a GSA... Uh, yeah, you're right. It's there's a name for it, but they, anyway. they rolled over from 1005 to V2 1000, and now they've moved up. I think to point oh one point one point zero point zero D. D is the latest. Yeah, and uh, I like their letters. Yeah, so apparently this this uh, has better you know finer control, so it it clocks, it, clock curves are are, are enhanced. Um, I know that I had some some SAM issues on the first BIOS and also some memory compatibility issues. Uh, the second one fixed a lot of those, but never didn't really improve performance. This one looks like it's it's going to you know put a bunch of fixes in there and and uh, really kind of improve things. So I haven't uh, been able to install that yet and, and get any comparative testing uh but you know sam for the most part is not impressive from what i've seen um with one exception and that was in red dead redemption 2 and as you know that's a pretty 
lovely game with a tremendous amount of assets. Um, just a really, I mean, it'll, it'll eat up your memory hugely. Uh, I saw like a 30% increase in minimum frame rates. And that kind of translated into a smoother playing, um, smoother playing, as well as about a five percent increase in, in overall average frame rates. And so that was that was the biggest jump of any of the ones that I had tested. Uh, most of the other games maybe had maybe one percent, if that. Um, but yeah, Red Dead Redemption showed the biggest jump in uh in using the amd sam stuff otherwise haven't really overclocked it still kind of waiting for more mature bioses and and amd seems to be uh far more susceptible to issues with firmware than what we typically see with like intel yeah the intel stuff seems like it it bakes a little bit longer before launch and with amd it will eventually be rock solid. You just have to kind of get through the launch period. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can look forward to that review soon, I'm sure. Or at least more discussion about it. Maybe some visuals. <laughs> we'll do some uh, charts. Some graphs and some yeah, stuff like yeah. that. I mean, I've got it you all know, written out. Well, I mean, documented, but yeah, <clears throat> anyway. We need to do. We need cool to start to doing see. reviews like documentary style. Like we go into Josh's house and look over his shoulder. Oh, like a like a gorilla and camera. Like and then like, like yeah, slowly peel over his. Do you yeah. use a yellow legal pad? It's like scroll I do. The legal pad of like like what is this? What is this incomprehensible gibberish? Exactly. <laughs> oh, here we go. We're gonna see it. Uh, he really does. Guys, I, can, I can hear it shuffling. Camera two. Yep. Oh, we couldn't see anything. Oh, it's all washed. Good. Out. Okay, all right. It's a little, <laughs> a little, little blown out. It would be, it would be interesting to see same game that you saw some advantage in AMD with their bar support, and now get an ASUS board, right? right with right. their latest, with their latest um, BIOS that that allows the same sort of action from an Intel 10 series. That yeah, would if, be very if, interesting to compare. If you're curious, yeah. uh, the the Digital Foundry video, well, I think probably the text review too, but I watched their video review of the 6900 XT yesterday. They do some rebar testing on an Intel platform to compare it against SAM on AMD mm-hmm. in that review. And they said it, it mainly affects lower resolutions, like 1080 and 1440, which they admitted was preposterous to be testing you know, 1080 and 1440 on the $1,500, like 3090. But... It does make a difference at lower resolutions, and it's a similar difference to what Sam does. So, at this point, it looks like it's just going to become a sort of platform agnostic feature that more and more board vendors are going to say, "Hey, yeah, uh, I mean, here's a it, shortcut it, to it. Enable it." Well, good. It's, it's an option with PCI Express and has been forever, but nobody's ever done anything with it until now. No, why? Why though? Why? Why is it taking so long? It's just—is it hard to implement, or what do you I, think? I it think works? it's—I think it's just in the PCIe controller. You have to mm-hmm. enable it, and there really wasn't much of a reason. And now, I don't know. Oh, now there is. It's—it's it's yeah. been there in the hardware, or otherwise a well, BIOS flash. Well, it's, it's in previous Intel previous hardware. generations is not supported. Yeah, not on AMD. So it's ten side. series and not, five thousand. Not on AMD. That's true. Uh, supposedly, the, all the way back to Haswell, right? On the Intel yeah, side. Yeah, that's oh. what they said. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Never mind. 
That makes sense. Yeah. So it it doesn't really. If you think about just it, say it. Say it, Brett. It just proves once and for all that Intel is better mm-hmm. than AMD. Just say. Oh it. yeah. I was I wasn't going to say that. Okay. I mean, before I was thinking, I was thinking before, it maybe. Right. I don't know. It, I can sense it, and then I, then it's going to turn to, and that was before Apple started making chips, and now Apple's better than Intel. So we can get into that next week. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. Do you right think now. motherboard manufacturers are going to uh, release new BIOSes for uh, Haswell-based uh, motherboards to enable? <laughs> I'm going to get out in front of that and just say no. Uh, certain <laughs> enterprising vendors overseas might. But, you know, there are still companies that sell brand new X79 boards. So they're, Yeah, well, those are like bastard boards, though. Those I are know. like a weird a conglomeration of I, 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 subs- I subscribe to Phil's computer lab on YouTube, and once in a while he'll say, like, oh, from AliExpress I got this brand new yeah. board, yeah. and it's some ancient chipset. Anyway, uh, we're going to transition. PC chips strikes again. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wait, isn't PC chips ECS? Isn't that the, the I don't think so. The child but I, I could be wrong. It's It's been <clears throat> ages since I've seen PC chips. Well, the name is gone. I think the parent company of PC Chips is is, is at least owns ECS or is ECS. If you go to ECS's Wikipedia page, there's a PC Chips logo. Okay. Somewhere, I think. Could be wrong. This was a while back. I was looking into this for no reason. Um, we're gonna right. you're gonna shift, transition. Are you gonna shift shift, shift. the pod. We're gonna oh. shift the podcast. Yeah, we're not gonna transition, Brett. We're going to hold yeah. on. Camera shift. What are we gonna do now? Let's shift this podcast over to the Fantex shift. Now, bear shift with error. me while I try to actually use this horrible... Oh, look, another monolith suddenly appeared. ...built-in browser. Yes, actually, this was the monolith. Don't don't steal my thunder yet. Okay. I mean, isn't that like what it says? In it it literally there? says that. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's that is a monolith down. for your desk. And I actually drew drew a parallel to it's it's modestly priced. I'd say it's only hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it is definitely reminds me of the mysterious desert monolith. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, totally true. Look at it. Definitely is that a monolith the front for your desk. of the case, or is that, that the is, back? That is the back. They the previous version of this did not have as well vented uh, a rear panel. Um, so that's a vast improvement over the previous design. But you can look at it as like, oh, that's a freaking monolith. Mm-hmm. I called it. I called it a statement case. It's kind of like a piece of jewelry that you're wearing. Is like, oh, look at look at look at what I've got. Oh. And it's sort of is equivalent to like planting a monolith on your desk and going like, oh, look at my case. You, you can't take your eyes off it. It's how, actually. How big attractive. is this? How big is my this? case? Is amazing. <clears throat> Let's see. It's a. Uh, it's not that it's not that tall. It's only about twenty inches, and it's nineteen point inches wide and only ten point eight inches mm-hmm. deep. It's very modest in size, which mm-hmm. a couple of times during the review, I do point out that you should probably be um, comfortable with a small form factor enclosure because you could potentially be packing a lot of equipment and wiring inside of a space that could easily frustrate the person who's not used to dealing with an ITX small enclosure. And it's just kind of the way that it goes for these kind of little little cases. But the results are like you get a very small case with potentially a lot of a lot of computing equipment packed into it. But they do in, include this really nice um, 
uh, manual with it that has a lot of helpful hints and more importantly, an order of operations to say, hey, you should probably install this piece of equipment first and then kind of route the wiring around. And that's great for people who don't often build in cases that are this small. So that's that's a really nice deal for them to, to do that sort of thing. The entire case comes apart only from the top. Thumb screws are really nice in the top, okay. really easy to grab a hold of, meaty, and all the side panels just kind of pop off. This top is um, just opens like a like a cupboard, sort of like you push down on it and it pops open, you push down on it and it's click to close. Kind of like a Western and, Digital uh, dual drive enclosure, sort of. I think so. Or like an old school, like I'm going to show my old school nature here, but an old school like desktop CD enclosure. You're like, <laughs> you know, you can click and open and open the top of the damn case. Um, mm. That's actually... A good example of their, it's actually pretty high quality um, from it, oh, look, just metal using springs. This is nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the thumb screws are all captured so they don't fall out. Okay. Um, very, very pleasant to use. No problem was, in taking it all apart. How was the build? You mentioned it was not for the first timer necessarily, unless you followed their build guide carefully and were patient. I'd say that. The build guide would be a real help to somebody who was not used to building in a small form factor enclosure, but it really helped to have not this, don't let this be your first enclosure would be my gut reaction to say, oh yeah, if you're used to building in a small form factor enclosure, you're going to understand the the situation that's going on inside here and, and you won't have a problem. By the way, um, I did have... Hold on, let's look at the photo for ahead. a second here because this has, this has like shades of cyberpunk in it. I'm seeing like some purplish lighting off of metal there's a few i think there might be a few in there that are have that sort of purplish uh glow to them the next one i i was i was particularly happy with uh, because i think it illustrated a couple of points the um uh, as i said before everything is vertical in this and the io is all vertical the graphics card is vertical and it takes um a hell of a graphics card. I actually installed, eventually installed a 2080 Ti OC from uh, Asus, which is a big fat card. Yeah, and it worked great in in that enclosure. Um, but you had to be used to the fact that it was difficult to mount a little bit because of the way that they have only these three retainers screws that that go into this, and you needed to have this magnetic screwdriver in order to grab a hold of this one bolt that holds everything in. And I mentioned that couple of times in this the only difficulty i had was in mounting the um the be quiet psu and just below this picture with the right there this series of four pictures you can see okay. on the left these little these little that one right there i'm see uh, i'm holding that the be quiet sfxl psu which they were really nice to send out uh to us so that i could build in this small form factor case i didn't happen to have an sfx psu so they sent one over so uh thank you to them uh, SFXL, uh, which actually is um, does crowd the um, the AIO a little bit in this enclosure, but it, but this specific power supply caused a bit of a problem. Um, you see, there's a pass through for the cabling on on this particular case that has a um, a rear mounted uh, plug for the for the power, but it sort of routes it around underneath and routes it around to the power supply, which is mounted up front. But go to the next picture, you can see that when you plug this in actually goes through 
the middle of space and and the outside of the case. And this that is was sadly uh, not uncommon. And I've had to basically yeah. right angle bend these things before. I I started to do that, and I realized that I would probably literally break it. So I, yeah. I I did note that, as you can see here, I did note that Fantex does say that with the um, the tempered glass sided version of this case, that uh, it's okay to mount the power supply with the fan facing inward. So my is assumption it? is that our version with the fabric sided case was going to be totally cool with the fan mounted inward from the PSU. So I flipped it around and, and made that work. I feel like it's that's never a good idea, but I guess the airflow pattern yeah. is because there is a picture, I guess, of the airflow. So this is more. Uh, what's how would I best describe this? Like, uh, can, is it convection style? Is everything rising well, from the bottom and going up? So it, I think you can you can best describe it as I didn't want to do it this way. Okay, okay, <laughs> which you you had to. I wonder what but PSU. I, Temperatures yeah, were yeah. As a result of that, uh, actually, it worked out really well. I was sort of surprised, even though it was tucked in behind the 2080 Ti in that way. If this had been anything other than the fabric side, I would say, "Gosh, don't don't do it like this." You, you should you should really, if you're going to put this much hardware inside of this case, the fabric side is your friend. Um, the airflow was really reasonable with no overheating of anything. And I overclocked the snot out of the CPU that I used. Um, I used a delitted 8600K and I over, uh, overclocked it to 4.9 on all six cores. And it was totally fine. I probably could have pushed it to five gigahertz, well, honestly. That's delitted though. I cheated. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And I, I liquid metaled it and you, I cheated. You Jordaned it. Like, oh, it's mine's delitted, so it's like, you know, it runs yeah. way cooler and faster. Than what did course. you, I mean, what did you expect? I mean, I had, I you know, I worked with what I had. Uh, wait, it was, wait. it was one that I had already. Look, their benchmarks, they cheat. What's that? I said, isn't no, that how no. Apple gets all their good benchmarks is by cheating? I'm sure they're all in the freezer. They're all benchmarked we, in their laptops we, in the freezer. We, we can we can fight that out later. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but look at this. I so, love this about Fantex. Yeah. The first Fantex review sample I ever got, I was amazed because there's a little tackle box and each oh, yeah. compartment has a different type of screw. They don't give you little bags. They give you a GD tackle box. Oh, I, your... and I deeply appreciated this. And the manual actually is specific to the case. And the manual has a mapping as to which screw inside the little compartment in the tackle case mm -hmm. is for you know, which, which feature of the case. Um, they're this a top is, line this manufacturer. This is the best photo in the review, by the way. I don't know why. You, you think so? Yeah. There's something know. about it. Like the casual placement of the, for audio listeners, the casual placement of the screwdriver. It's just like, Oh, it's just a moment in time. Like, Oh, I'm just building this case. Little, a little tasteless with the ARS product placement here. But it's okay. I mean, if it too, just it was, been, was it too much? It's yeah, but too the, much. The board itself. But the, the, the fabric it adds it adds texture it to does. the entire composition, mm -hmm. especially yes. with the ridges. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Josh. And the cut cable tie just really, yeah. really shows. That, or you know, or tweezers, whatever you choose to casually, call it. Tweezers, cable tie. You know. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any of those silicon bags? The uh, you know <laughs> that you don't eat, but it dries and, out you know, stuff. Desiccant. You guys didn't. Didn't mention the Captain 120 AIO sort of sneaking in from the corner. They don't make that anymore, by the way. That really? little Captain AIO. No, they don't make that. That's a deep pool. Bring, oh. Yeah, it's a deep Okay, I yeah. take it back. The, okay, 
Video listeners, you're in for a treat. Audio listeners, bear with us because this is almost over. Um, but this photo, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, he's using a stock photo here? Okay. And then I thought, he took this photo? And then I realized, oh, there's like a couple of messy cables in the background, so it kind of gives it away that it's not a stock photo. But the, the composition, the lighting, you will never see a better, like, slightly off-angle view of a mini ITX board with the attached uh, liquid cooler, I don't think. Fantastic. I I really appreciate the kind words that you had to say on that. And I and I really did, you know, sort of shoot that for effect. You know, I, and I mean, you're, I you're wish right that had you shot it with that in mind, that you would have done a better job of cleaning up the abhorrent cable mess, which is visible in the right side of the photo. <laughs> um and the only reason that's there is because that is by design, and I, I will touch on that briefly. I don't the, buy it. No, it's it's because that's designed to be tucked underneath the outside um, one of the panels. There's Fantex advises certain cables be run from the inside to the outside of the case, up, and then back into Fantex the advises that you do it neatly. Or that you, you know, before taking a photograph of it, that's going to be featured in your review. That could have been the the lead photo of the review. I, I mean, right. whatever. Fair I'm enough. sorry. But no, look, fair the, enough. The, it was so Get the fabric good. mesh. Get the Get fabric, the fabric mesh. Always. Get the fabric hey, mesh. Airflow is I king. love it. I heard that uh, recently only... the, the editor-in-chief of uh, Gamers Nexus had mesh, mesh installed into his own body. Uh-huh. No, yeah. he did. It's, yeah, he's it's committed true. to Airflow. Which I applaud. It's true. Steve for um, that. I I took uh, temperature measurements with and without the all of the uh, side mm-hmm. panels, and it was only about three degrees difference. And there's a shot of that AOC monitor I was talking about. Yeah. Um, and I I highly advise uh, you know go out and get this monitor if it's still available at a good price. So once again a review. Once again a review of a uh, case becomes a yet another shameless plug. For a monitor that you probably bought at Micro Center, that I, I want to talk get. about that. Okay, yeah. but I'll I agree with you. I did buy it at my Micro Center. Yeah, I did. Okay, well we got through that. I got a little bit of practice using this dreadful built-in browser with its awkward um, non. I would say navigation. you got a fair amount of practice at, at beating me up during the discussion. No, so I, it, that was, hats off to you on that one. I'm just that just comes naturally. <laughs> and I appreciate that. No, that's fine. I think you should challenge me. Now. Let's move on to the main event. There's a reason that Kent is here with us, other than just to <laughs> occupy a corner and offer the occasional insight. That's because he's uh, basically been our primary enclosures editor for a little over a year now. Just quietly, goes about his business, reviews cases, does it very, very well. And he's here to talk about the Lian Lee. Landcool. 215. Now, isn't the Landcool kind of a, an older brand? Like, it's been around for a while, right? They've had Landcool cases in the past. Yes, it's uh, just a, a, a name that, that Lian Lee uses on many of their cases, more designed for airflow. Yeah, and it's not like, not like a super high-end uh, high brand. I mean, Lian Lee makes really yeah. high-end stuff, and they OEM a lot of the really high-end aluminum cases, but... This is affordable, right? This is a what is the pricing on this? Like, it's in it under a hundred. Yeah. MSRP seventy dollars. Um, you can't buy it for that right now, just like anything else. But um, that, that's what it's supposed to sell for. And look at this. 
For $70, this is... I mean, obviously, the build in here, which we'll get to, is, uh, you know, outrageous. Can you imagine, by the way, spending $69.99 on a case and then putting the build that you're about to see in it? I guess, I mean, you're maximizing your dollar. But it's like, for this budget case, I put a, you know, thirty ninety, in it. But, you know, hey, sorry. Sorry to cut in there. But, okay, guide us through. Guide us through the design of this case. Audio listeners appreciate so, the, the audio guide. Uh, obviously, the, the standout point to this case is the two huge 200-millimeter fans in the front. They are ARGB, but um, they're, you know, they're designed for airflow um, behind that mesh panel. And they do a really good job. I did have some problem with the case in that they could have done a better job. Um, but mm. some of the designs in the case were a little odd. Um, the material in the case is absolutely just top notch, uh, f especially for a case under a hundred dollars. Um, the fit and finish was not the greatest. Um, some of the panels did not fit tightly. Um, I've even, uh, if when the uh, tempered glass panel is on the side, there's a lot of light that spills through between the seam of the panel and the, uh, the, the front panel and that mm. glass panel. Yeah, usually there's overlap um, there. So this is just, it there's up, overlap. But there is, it. Hmm. Yes, and there's no overlap on this, and it just spills through. Um, the, uh, the frame on the tempered glass side panel is kind of unique to what I've encountered in that price range. Um, and so the, the side, the tempered glass panel fits on just like a normal side panel. You just slide it in and adjust the two th thumb screws at the rear. Um, the biggest issue that I had with the case though, is how much metal is behind those two fans. Um, you can see it somewhat there, but if you go to the other photo that's taken from the front without the front panel on that one, you can look between the blades and see how much of the airflow path is blocked okay. by the it's actual like 50%. Path. It's like 50%. It's like 50%. Really? It? They should have used like a 140, like two one forties on the front. I, and I mentioned it in the review. Um, I felt like the, the, the case may have originally been designed for three one twenties or three one forties, which you can fit three one forties there. Yeah. Um, and there, there are mounting holes for them. Okay. But I, I feel like they just decided, well, let's throw a couple of two hundreds in there. It'll look great. But even with the, how much metal is blocking the airflow path, um, with that mesh front and those two fans, uh, this case performed amazingly. Um, Let's see. Out of the box, it had the best temperatures of any enclosure I've, I've tested. Um, it actually um, outperformed my open test bed. Um, yeah, because it's your airflow enhanced there. Mm -hmm. But what was the, the noise penalty versus open test it, bed? 
the the front fans and the uh, rear exhaust fan, which is a single 120 that spins up to about 1400 RPMs, are actually pretty loud. Hmm. And with the stock uh, fan hub that this case comes with, there's no PWM or uh, DC motherboard plug for it. So when you plug those fans into the controller, they spin at full speed. And the case is loud. I normally don't do it because I want to see how it performs as it's, as it's sold. Um, but I just, out of curiosity, I plugged in three low noise adapters um, to those fans. Um, and in the test, the, the, the other chart, the, the first chart, actually, Sebastian, um, oh, okay. there was yeah, the almost, noise. Okay. yeah, um, with the low noise adapters, there was almost no difference in temperature, but, uh, the noise was reduced dramatically. Um, when I built the system for taking the photo photos um i actually just plugged the three fans into the motherboard and controlled them in the uefi um and it works much better that way and i just pulled the fan hub out entirely yeah, um man, with it's, the, <laughs> it only goes down yeah, from yeah. what is it like it was 53 decibels or so stock and then with the low noise, low noise adapters, it, that's considerably lower. But the temps, uh, it's in second place only to itself. Yes. We're talking about two degrees. So, yeah, that's that's impressive. You'd think they would and, have used lower uh, RPM fans. Isn't that why you use big that, fans? Those, that fan controller really wasn't much of a fan controller at all, really, was it? It didn't amount. It was just really a hub. It, it, it also... Yeah. It, 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 it was fa- a fan hub and an RGB controller. You plugged uh, the front two fans into that or any other three-pin, five-volt ARGB accessories you might have. You could plug into that and connect to a um, button on the top of the case on the front I.O. and control your ARGB with that. Um, but even with that, it, it, there were some issues... Um, the uh, plug for the, uh, the the ARGB control unit that comes from the front panel was actually attached to the ribbon that the um, power switch and reset switch and were on. So you actually had to peel that the two cables away so that you could plug into the top for that button. It was that was they, just sort of strange. They didn't expect those to be physically connected or located near each other on the motherboard. What? What's wrong with that? Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, very strange. But as you see, the the build I just pulled that hub entirely out. It made no sense. You can control all of those things through the the UEFI and the motherboard software. Um, and it just cleaned up the whole cable management in the back as well. Is that the case behind you? I see over your yes, it is right shoulder. Yeah, and hey, I can't even hear it. So obviously, those fans have quieted down. Quite a yes, bit. but that doesn't. I, as nice as your setup looks, and it does look nice on the stream here. Uh, there's a very special 
closing image in your review that I'm going to debut here. Oh, yeah. Yes, Jim. Jim, our fearless leader uh, of days gone by. A, a moment of a moment of loved silence. Jim, if you're watching, and I'm, I hope you are, look at this. Look, it's a tribute. He's pointing at the camera in a rather I don't know if Heart I call emojis. this aggressive, but yeah, he's is pointing it at the camera. Is it suggestive? Yeah, I think it, it's just like I want you. And you know who yeah. you are. His, his cheeks are even kind of flushed. Right. And it, no matter you know, which way I turn, his eyes are still mm -hmm. looking at me. Like I can go they way are. to the left It's and like the, right. the Kramer. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I, I have to thank Soren for that image. <laughs> we, we all have to thank Soren for so much. The, mm -hmm. Like last week's thumbnail for the podcast. Mm -hmm. By last week, mm -hmm. I ba barely last week. So I finally got the podcast up on Saturday morning, and I apologize for that. It'll be a lot quicker this time, probably. Oh, when you were searching for the uh, the destroyed uh, card, uh, he he had some great ones of you as well today. Oh, no, yeah. Oh yeah, oh. you should scroll back and look. No, or that's or okay. not. Either that's way, okay. either way. Yeah. But hey, uh, apparently, as I scroll away wildly because I don't have any mouse control, no. um, gold award. It looks like. Uh, but I mean, hey, it's we were talking about like the fan yeah. hub and this and that. It's seventy dollars if you can find it at MSRP. Hey, that's, a, that's really <laughs> why I, I've I gave it the gold. Is it's not an expensive case, and for the performance it offers, uh, you just can't beat it for that price in anything that I've seen. Um, there's just uh, so much airflow. Um, one of the things in subsequent testing I've done is if you plug the two front fans into separate headers, you can actually have the lower fan ramp up to temperature of the graphics card. If your graphics card has a uh, fan header on it um, and then have the top one ramp up to the, the CPU temperature. Um, and as that your graphics card heats up, that lower one will just feed cool air right to it. Um, and it, it works very well and stays quiet when there's no load. I, uh, hold on, moving away from that shot, sorry. I'm, I appreciate the enthusiasm with trying to send me pictures from Discord, but with the current browser situation, I don't know how I'd do that. Hold on a second. Because <laughs> I... I wouldn't be able to log in to Discord through this weird vMix browser. I don't. Maybe I would be able to, but we'll have to. I'll have to add that in post. Whatever. Is that a real listing? Please tell me that's just a Photoshop. That somebody's not using my face for an eBay listing for graphics cards you can't buy. It would have been. It would have been only like forty minutes old. <sighs> okay. Come on, that eBay listing would have supported the site for a year. If I had anything to do with it, maybe, but it's just other people <laughs> using my likeness to sell graphics cards that I don't even own. Because you know what? Know, these are, was, these was are review units. These are not my personal property. We're lucky enough that NVIDIA sampled us the last three graphics cards, the third of which is actually still in the test bed. And then these are the two. This is the 6800 and the 6800 XT. But, you know, we thank AMD for that. You know, we don't necessarily warrant a 6900 XT and I kind of get that but uh, there were the 14 one. of them 
I know. If, if there's only <laughs> and and really at this point, doing any kind of graphics card coverage is kind of like it's not the kiss of death. It's just it's not as popular as it would have been in any other year. Yeah, it sort of feels awkward. It does. Like I'm sitting on a couple of AIBs right now because I'm like, you know, this is hey another card you can't buy. What what is next? Are we done? Is it time for yeah. pick of the week? Oh, yeah, thank the Lord. I know. So, Josh, you... Are you ready for the joke before the picks of the week? Okay, yeah, hold on. Get to camera two. <laughs> Dad joke. Camera two. Okay, so anyway, and, and it's, uh, it's holiday-specific as well. So this guy goes into a pet store, <clears throat> and he sees this really unique parrot sitting there, and, and the parrot's name is Chet. Big sign, Chet. And it says, Chet Sings. And the guy looks at the owner it's like well what does what does it mean chet chet sings he's like well watch this he lights a match puts it under chet's right foot and chet starts singing happy holidays holidays and so they thought well that's 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 amazing does he do anything else he lights another match he puts it under his other foot rudolph the red-nosed reindeer just sings away guys like that's the most awesome thing i've i've ever seen so <clears throat> he went ahead and bought it for like a thousand bucks, took it home, and he had some friends over. And he's like, guys, 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 watch this. He lights a match, put it under what foot, and sings a Christmas carol. It's like, ah, it's not all. It's not all. Lights another match, puts it under the other foot. You know, sings happy holidays. And then he thought to himself, I wonder what happens here. So he lights another match, and he puts it right in between Chet's legs. Chet perks up, eyes got big, and starts singing... Chet's nuts roasting on an open fire. Ah, it's painful. It's a dad <laughs> joke. Uh, well, it was it was slightly uncomfortable because you were torturing the animal in the story. But then, yeah, well, know, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a touching holiday story that can teach us a lot about ourselves and. Uh, other things all right well thank you josh for that uh was that your pick of the week or did you have like a product or something <laughs> as well i uh, i do have a product and okay. uh you don't have to light this one on fire and you can get it for <laughs> is it on less fire? than a thousand dollars oh okay hold on uh it's it's the 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 sabrent drives are wild widely available the rocket four plus using the new uh what e18 uh controller Oh, Is that yeah. right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So only a uh, hundred ninety nine, two hundred bucks for one terabyte. So that's uh, about fifty bucks less than the nine eighty Pro. Oh wow! Yeah, and you're wow. getting a similar performance, and it's thirty five bucks less than the SN eighty five eighty eight fifty. And look, it arrives so, before uh, Christmas, and it's in stock. Yeah. What can you yeah, say that so, about anymore? Not much, especially <laughs> stuff that's new. I mean. Newegg had a 5600X and 5800X in as combos. And that's, of course, the new thing that Newegg is doing is let's get rid of all this other excess stock crap and only do combos on these video cards and, and processors. So you get a, you know, a low-end 750-watt drive. You get Oloy memory, maybe some motherboards that are not selling so well. And, uh, you know, you pay more than MSRP for these combos. They're getting rid of stock. You're getting a card. You're also getting two sticks of memory you're probably never going to use. But 
yeah, you actually can buy this by itself now. Right now. In fact, buy it now. Right now. Just buy it. Yeah. And you can get it in two days if you want it. But One. that memory you could get is twenty one sixty six with no XMP. That that sounds like a great deal. You know, the OLA stuff is usually it's like two by eight gigs of thirty two hundred, but timings are crap and it's OLOI. <laughs> well, hey, uh, at least you're getting it, and then you can sell the memory yeah. for next to nothing because the memory resale market is not great right now. No. Right. Uh, Jeremy is next. Jeremy, wake up. Well, I mean, you're still image. Uh, I, it's hard to tell uh, I don't what know. you're up he, to over there. He, he's just still. Yeah. But he has a pick, right? He does. Jeremy, hold on. He's muted. Yes. I rudely muted him somehow. Oh, my gosh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Now he's back. He's it back. makes it harder to know that I'm alive if he mutes me I'm and sorry. freezes my video. <laughs> hey, I'm not the one freezing your video, Jeremy. That's an outrageous... Likely uh, story. Possible, uh, possibly accurate. What is this? So is this a, is this a vintage product? No, it's not. It's a Canadian product, which is even niftier. Apparently, these guys are uh, just outside of Markham, Ontario. They're, the the manufacturer is actually called Tama Ori, for because that's you know a good Toronto name. But anyways, I mean, and I don't know if you've noticed, but hall sensor joysticks tend to start well over two hundred dollars, and generally significantly more than this. Well, this thing is just over a hundred Canadian, free shipping, and unfor it, uh, they, there's a better deal which you can't get now because it does come. You can get a throttle along with a joystick, and I think they were charging that for around one forty. The unfortunately the throttle is out of stock and isn't coming back. But what you can get is this thing, and for I mean that price, even if it's not going to be the greatest going. And you can, you can see that it's not quite as fancy looking as some of the other products on the market. But, you know, for just over 100 Canadian, uh, 23 programmable buttons, a proper little throttle on the side there. So even if you don't have the proper throttle, at least you can still change your uh, speed. Um, because, yeah, it's it's that Extreme 3D Pro that uh, the, the rubber sort of going on it. And now there's a really huge dead zone in the middle of the joystick. And unfortunately, it then kicks in as if it had been sensing it the whole time. So it's making it very frustrating to try and play anything with a joystick. Whereas the hall center is not going to do that. So I'm kind of interested to see if I can manage to pick one of these up and give it a shot. Yeah, well, there's, price, only, there's only bad. one yeah. left, it says. So you better hurry and make up your more mind. coming. Oh, okay. And Amazon, or Newegg's got significantly more in stock. By the way, I was amazed to look... Uh, underneath at the Logitech, the good old Extreme 3D Pro joystick, which is like a thirty dollar, twenty five to thirty dollar joystick, or used to be, seventy five dollars yeah, Canadian. Crazy. See, this is. I have two of these. Flight simulator. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, it died. It's blown yeah, everything up because, yeah. of course, my video well, isn't working. But I can see something. I can see it. There is some significant problem with the rubber on the inside of this thing. Uh, Maybe because it's probably eight or ten years old. No, they make they. Uh, there's a spring kit you can get for it to kind of refurb it. I was looking at it and then thinking a hundred dollars for a hall sensor or an afternoon of taking mm -hmm. this thing apart and taping various bits yeah. so they don't fall off. And I see you're probably point. having to go out and buy some lube at uh, a crappy tire or something because you're probably going to want something to do the various uh, rollers in there. 
and gears. Just the phrase, buy some lube, has really set me off. I don't, I don't want any part of that. Uh, on the other hand, other members of our podcast panel might be enticed by that. You just don't know. <laughs> Brett, Definitely. You have a pick, and it looks like they have a, a fancy website with... with Wait, I this, do. No, no. Is this is is this mind control for games? Oh my gosh, no! It's for anything. Look it, at this thing. It's it says, freaking let awesome. Your mind take control, and it shows people no, it's strapping true. stuff to their heads and okay, controlling their okay. computers. Yes, okay. it's a product. It's a product, but it's really for the developer's kit, so that you can begin to to integrate this with your application. Uh, they have a uh, a a, um, a sensor system and a, a remote system, and it's uh, designed to calibrate into this device that allows you to characterize the thoughts that you're making into controls into your application. Instant it control, looks, no less. Instant. Yes. And look, think, of, uh, think about various it. Various news outlets have experienced it. Perhaps yes. That are didn't previous didn't OCC have one of these about 10 years ago? I, I was thinking that. I couldn't remember who it was, but. Uh, I saw it. I remember like, one, like two years ago, That's too. Nice. It's 10 years ago. That's 10 years. This is different. It's so much better. Oh, you're saying it's like, it's like VR, because there was VR 10 years ago, but it, there's VR. 2020 style. But there's VR now. Yeah, exactly. Style. I don't yep. know if you noticed. OCZ but... NIA Neural Impulse Actuator from 2010. This is this is now. That was that. OCZ There's an, on. This is, this is an order now button. It's oh. only a couple hundred bucks. Yep, you can take a look. Proceed to check out. Yep. Okay. Proceed to check out. It's like $3.99 or something like that to get this entire kit. Uh, oh, is that four, all? Four, four. Plus a flat yeah, well, fee of $49. It's more. Think of it as more like a tip, as a tip. A tip. As, as a gratuity. Price it so it includes the tip. Then don't charge me forty nine dollars <laughs> flat fee for world shipping. I picked this just because I thought it looked because just the tip, mind you, and I thought it looked cool, so that's why I picked it. Not no, that it was practical it or useful. Sense. I just as thought somebody it cool. who's obviously primarily concerned with aesthetics, that makes you know, sense. I take that vaguely personally. I'll think about it and I'll get back to you. Um, I mean, I would take it personally, too, if it was 100% spot on accurate as to my lifestyle and personality. But yeah. Um, Look, I'm ordering those new Apple headphones when we get around to it, as soon as they come back in stock. That should have been your pick of the week. I know, but the, like, you can't order them. Well, I mean, you shouldn't order what you just picked, but I guess you eh, can. It's kind of interesting. I liked it. I thought it was cool. Kent, save Look, us with a real yes. product that actually might make sense. It might to some people. Um, Uh-oh, it's Intel. It's, oh. it's Intel. But you know what? You can buy this processor right now. Burn. It's 384 at $25 off uh, with a promo code. It includes Crisis Remastered and a software bonus bundle that's about $150 worth of various software as what well. What is it? What's the software bonus bundle? Oh, let's see. Comes with... Intel Gift. Oh my gosh. Uh, Peacock mm. Premium. Uh, Nero. Corel Multicam Capture. Nero. DxO. Photo Director. Vegas Pro 365. Corel Painter Essential 7. Uh, uh, other things. Auto Chess. It's you know there's some value there. Yeah. 
There's some free. value there, but you, you can buy this right now and get a decent motherboard for around $175, overclock the crap out of it, and be playing Cyberpunk 2077 if you've got a graphics card that'll run it. Um, At PCA 3.0 speeds. <laughs> hey, that's yeah. fast enough. Yeah, because you're going to notice a difference, Josh. <laughs> Maybe you will in Cyberpunk. I don't know. Well, okay. I, uh, I guess if you if you actually could, fi- you're presuming that somebody could actually find a current gen card because it's only the current gen that is PCIe four. Yeah. You mm. elitist. No, you're no, sitting over there with your no. thirty eighty. You've got a fifty seven hundred, and that's PCIe four point oh. Yeah, that's, right. that's right. I forgot about that. Oh, part. it's true. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty five hundred. Fifty six hundred. I don't know. I still, I still like to just think that you've become an elitist, Josh. Okay. Because now you're just yeah. Like, you've got the latest graphics hardware from AMD and Nvidia, even though you had to pay like yeah. you know hundreds of dollars yeah, of your own money to make that happen. But you know, it's beside the point. Hey, me, in, a, in me, another, I just sit here and it gets shipped to me, Josh. <laughs> Talk about elitist. Hey, in another elitist story, a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. I went to my local micro center, like yeah. everybody has a local micro center. And uh, I picked up one of these i7 10700Ks for uh, $319. Just want to let you know that. That's I don't think that's elitism as much as it is just bragging and, and yeah. mocking us. But, you know, you're upstaging. Look, it's it's Kent's first time on the podcast. Oh, he has I'm nice sorry. I take it back, Kent. It's a take good it value. It's it $25 Forget off. It. And you're like, well, at micro center. Eh. <laughs> well, you know what? At micro Did center. Did come with crisis? No, it didn't come with any of the oh, software bundles. It didn't come with $150 worth of software bonus <laughs> it did, bundle titles? It did not. I took the CPU, paid my money, and ran like hell. Yeah. And then he, and then he flipped it. And then he flipped it for like hundreds more. I put it in a Z490. Oh, okay. No, I, actually, right. that I put it in that gigabyte board so I had something to run it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair. Because I'm hoarding the others. I have the 10 900K and the 10 600K, and I don't. And I got a 700 because because it was you had a six and a nine. That was why I got the seven. Yeah, we didn't have an i7. That's true. Good, good thinking. Well, it was one of the only thoughts I had. All right, acceptable. Uh, I don't have a pick. I can't think of one anyway. I was going to pick last week. I was going to pick the new 4K. Lord of the Rings, but then it wasn't available, but then it suddenly was available. It's kind of all over the map. At one point, I thought they were sold out through the end of the month. I started watching The Fellowship of the Ring the other night, and I have a 4K Blu-ray player. I strongly encourage you, if you're a fan of the movie at all, or have ever... I don't know, if you're just a fan of reference quality stuff to show off your home theater with. And I have not experienced the Dolby Atmos soundtrack yet, because I only have two speakers hooked up right now, like a peasant. But, uh... It it looks. You should have like the before and after pictures that you were posting to Discord because it's, it's um, striking. It's, I love how the trend apparently this year is to recolor grade, so it's not just a horrible like sickly greenish brown tint, because it mm. looks like some recolor grading may have been done on the latest uh, Matrix remaster. Even though that was an intentional thing, it's like a stylistic choice. Even though I don't mm. personally like it, LOTR same thing. It's greenish brown low contrast everything looks kind of dusty all the time the new one of course is hdr but i'm sure some purists will say they're crushing the blacks because the contrast is so intense but the color is wider i have an hdr tv i noticed that the it's extremely like 
saturated looking, but not overly, not overly so. Contrast is much better. And you can tell in certain scenes, like the first confrontation between the two wizards, uh, uh, cannot remember the other wizard's name, but anyway. Yeah. That Saruman, when, when you see him, his beard, you can see every hair. It was tremendous. If you're a fan of beard hair, uh, it's worth it for that alone. Right. It's not just this podcast. You could tune in elsewhere. At, at least you're watching the only one of those movies that I can stand to watch anymore. The first one. Just The Fellowship? That was really? perfect. The yeah. Fellowship. I, I cannot watch the others. Really? But I'm also a person who reads The Lord of the Rings once a year. So Okay. I can respect that. If there were if there were significant departures, I have not read through the whole thing. I I started to, I have this nice edition of it, and then I got the audiobooks and I they're you know, they're very well read, but it takes so long to get through Lord of the Rings as an audiobook. At least we, we didn't have to have Tom Bombadil and all of his singing. That is true. Anyway. But I mean it's in the book. Which one is that, it by is. the way? Is that the Two Towers that has it's all the original. Uh, it? No, it's... Is it that's the, the Fellowship. No, it's, it's the first it's Lord the of the, the Fellowship of the Ring. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, before we get too off-topic in our post-show phase, let's just say goodbye to everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Sorry for the half hour of technical problems. And next week, I hope to actually have a working capture card so there'll be slightly better quality um, visuals, which I may or may not replace mm. in post. But anyway, thanks hey, for watching. EVGA has their new XR1 capture card on sale right now for 129 There you go. It's not like I don't have contacts at EVGA. I can say, hey, you, could you spare one of those? But yeah, that's not a, good, that's not a bad price. Yeah. Hey, um, I just got an email from a new patron just now. Whoa. Actually, his name Stephen Jed Jedinak. J-E-D-Y-N-A-K. Jelinek? Hey, thanks. Jed, yes. Is that how you pronounce that? That's awesome. how it's pronounced on Strangers with Candy, but I don't know. I'm going to go with you. Okay. The art teacher, uh, Mr. Jelinek? No? Nothing? Okay. Uh, viewer will know what I'm talking about. He will. And if, if you're that lucky viewer, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. All right. Uh, thanks for watching. We'll thanks, talk man. to you guys next week. Good night. Good night.